welcome to Yo and Yo's podcast. With a century of experience and perspective, we unpack the latest tax, accounting, technology, financial, and advisory topics relevant to you and your business. Listen in as we analyze challenges, explore potential opportunities, and help you find ways to thrive. This is Everyday Business with Yo and Yo. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Business. My name is Pete Bender, and I'm the leader of Yo and Yo Wealth Management and a principal in our Saginaw office. This podcast is another in our wealth management series, and today we will be exploring the significance of charitable giving and tax intelligent strategies to amplify the impact of your generosity. Joining me today is Matt Cash, a certified financial planner and financial planning consulting with Advantax Planning Partners and Andrew Matuzak, a senior manager in the tax department here at Yo and Yo. Good morning, gentlemen. It's a great topic to talk about giving, right? As we get close to Thanksgiving, uh, let's talk about giving. So charitable giving allows you to be part of meaningful change, whether it's helping those in need, supporting education, or aiding disaster relief efforts. Giving back can provide a deep sense of fulfillment and purpose. It's a way to express your values and contribute to the betterment of society. So while helping others is the most important aspect of charitable giving, it can also be a powerful financial and tax planning tool with several advantages that can help you keep more of your hard-earned money to be able to share with others. When you give to qualified charities, you may be eligible for tax deductions that reduce your taxable income and potentially lowering your tax bill. So let's get started with some strategies. Andrew, I'll start with you. Uh, we hear a lot about qualified charitable distributions. Can you explain how those work? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, QCDs or qualified charitable distributions are actually one of my favorite. A QCD is essentially a gift directly from an IRA um, that is not a taxable event. And the, the nice benefit about doing a QCD is it also qualifies for your required minimum distribution for the year. There's a couple of rules surrounding QCDs and who is eligible for them. So the first one is you have to be at least 70 and a half years old. This is in contrast with your RMD age or could be in contrast with your RMD age. So with the SECURE Act, the RMD age actually increased to 73 uh, mm -hmm. with this last latest update here a couple of years ago. So you're, you're able to still do these QCDs when you turn 70 and a half. That rule has not changed. The other nice benefit and the tax savings benefit of doing a QCD is if you live in a state that taxes you based on your adjusted gross income, mm -hmm. it's also going to be tax-free for the state you live in as well. So it's not going to be taxed at the federal level, and it's also not going to be taxed at the state level as well. Good. So that's giving you multiple tax savings. So that's excellent. Absolutely. So the benefit is that you're reducing your taxable income, what's the benefit of the QCD versus just taking out your RMD, your required distribution, and then donating that to charity? So there's a couple different benefits. And one of them being that it directly, uh, it's a tax-free transaction. So it doesn't hit your AGIs, which means it can be state tax-free as well. If you were to take the distribution out of your IRA and then donate that to charity, it would become a taxable event first. And your charitable do donations are limited. The first one of which is you can only deduct 60% of your adjusted gross income with charitable donations. 
So if you have lower AGI and it's a better option to do the QCD than it would be to take the distribution and then gift it to charity. The other limitation with the QCDs is you can only do up to $100,000 per taxpayer. So if you get a single individual, $100,000 is the max they can do. With a married couple filing jointly, they can both do $100,000 each. So really, if someone is not itemizing deductions and normally they give some money to charity by utilizing a QCD, they can give to charity and get a tax benefit even though they're not itemizing. Yes. Yep. That's a great point. Absolutely. All right. On another topic that we hear a lot of recently are our donor advised funds as a very powerful charitable giving tool. Matt, can you talk a little bit about those? Absolutely. So donor advised funds are basically an investment account that you set up. Our custodian of Antax and Yo and Yo Wealth Management is Charles Schwab. You would set up an account through Charles Schwab and Basically, what that allows you to do is manage the investments within the fund and then gift as you see fit. What this also allows you to do is what's called bunching. And in other words, you consider all the donations you're going to make over, say, 10 or 15 years, do that all at once, and then allow the investments to grow tax-free, you know, no tax to you and donate those gifts over time. And that also allows you to take that charitable deduction in that year that you do the gifting. So the bunching. So if you consider I'm going to do 10,000 in donations over the next 10 years to my church, do a hundred thousand in this year, you get a hundred thousand dollar deduction in the current year instead of maybe falling below the itemized deductions or the standard deductions, which may not even give you credit for those charitable donations over the next 10 years. Right. So you're putting 100000 Let me make sure I understand this. You're putting $100,000 in the donor advice fund in, let's say, at the end of 2023 here. You're not actually making those gifts to your church in this case, in your example, those $10,000 gifts till future years, correct? That's correct. You get the yeah. tax benefit in the current year, but mm -hmm. the actual donations occur in subsequent years. I've, theoretically, you could turn around and donate the full 100000 this year if you really wanted to, but the benefit is that you get the benefit of the taxes this year, and then the donations happen on the same schedule that you would have normally uh, donated. Yep. Yep. It's an excellent idea and, and some tremendous tax savings. So one example of where we've used this is had uh, clients who maybe have sold a business or have a significant increase in their income in one particular year. So let's say here in 2023, a client had an influx of taxable income of $100,000. It's going to bump them up to a higher tax bracket. Maybe he does some giving to charity every year, but doesn't itemize deductions. He can fund that $100,000 to offset the income he got in this year, take the deductions down the road, and, and get a deduction at a higher tax bracket this year than he could in future years. That's so. right. And the donation doesn't have to be cash. I know Andrew's going to touch a little bit about on this next topic here, but 
if you want to donate stock or other investments, you can move that directly into the donor advised fund. And there is potentially a benefit to doing that as well. Okay. So gifting appreciated stock. Uh, that's a strategy I've utilized numerous times with my clients. Uh, Andrew, can you talk a little bit about how that works? Gifting of appreciated stock is also a really good tax saving strategy. The situation occurs when you have large or highly appreciated stock. You don't want to pay the capital gains tax on it if you were to sell those assets. One of the options is to give shares of that stock directly to a 501c3 organization. The benefit of doing this is you avoid the capital gains tax, but you're also getting to take a full charitable deduction for the fair market value of the stock on the date that you uh, give it to the charity. So you're you're avoiding taxation on one hand, and then you're also getting uh, tax deduction on the other. And the nice thing about the tax deduction is that it is going to offset ordinary income instead of capital income. So you're saving taxes in that way as well. Now, as Matt said, you could do this with a donor advised fund. Um, and Pete, Pete mentioned this as well. If you've got a large influx of income in one year, that's a great strategy to do if you want to fund multiple years and bunch those charitable donations in one year to get the maximum tax benefit you can. The one thing I will say that wasn't mentioned before, um, but probably needs to about the QCDs is you actually cannot do a QCD to a donor advised fund. So that is a completely separate rule. You're only able to do those to 501c3 organizations. In terms of the gifting of appreciated stock, most organizations will have resources available on their website that will help you in doing this. So they make it fairly easy to make a, a gift of, of stock of any kind, whether it's appreciated or not, in order to get some contributions from the taxpayers. Yeah, that's that's right. Okay. So the, the real benefit is um, instead of, hey, I've got this investment account, why don't I just sell the stock and then give cash to my favorite charity and pay the capital gains, it's avoid those altogether and still get the deduction. Absolutely. Yep. That's basically the premise of the of gifting appreciated stock. So is there a limit on how much of a deduction you can take on gifts of appreciated stock? Yes. So this is something you're going to have to work closely with your tax preparer on. The limit on tax deductions for appreciated stock is going to be 30% of your AGI. So it's got a lower threshold than uh, donations of cash. So you're only going to want to do it in situations where you've got a large amount of taxable in income, or you're not doing a huge amount of appreciated, a gifting of appreciated stock. It's important to note that you're not going to lose those deductions. If you do give more than 30%, they'll just roll over to the next tax year. We talked a little bit about bunching deductions for itemizing uh, purposes. Matt, can you talk a little bit about how that works and how uh, someone might implement that strategy? Yeah, it's very similar to what we discussed when we talked about the donor advised fund. The idea is to get the deduction in the current year and to donate to charities over time. This is a similar strategy, but instead of having an investment vehicle where you're, you know, sending out the charitable contributions on an annual basis, you're basically donating to charity all at once in that particular year. 
but you still get the benefits of what we saw in the donor advised fund where you're getting that full deduction in the first year instead of maybe spreading it out. There's other places where bunching makes sense as far as getting deductions, but in this particular case, it's the same idea as the donor advised fund. The big difference is you are relinquishing the assets to charity in the current year, whereas the donor advised fund, you can distribute the charitable gifts over a period of time. Okay. So yeah, I've seen with some of my clients who, again, maybe give every year, they're very close to the itemizing deductions, whether they're taking the standard deduction or the itemized deduction. So, you know, maybe if they do gifts at the end of every year, one year they itemize the next year, instead of giving at the end of the tax year, they wait till the following tax year, maybe give in January to those organizations. Then in that same December of the same tax year, they'll do another gift to those organizations. So they're kind of doubling up those donations every other year. And then they're itemizing deductions every other year. So that's an example of how the bunching can work and, and save uh, people some tax dollars. So, right. There is another strategy that we like to talk with clients about, especially when we're doing planning and that's doing donor advised fund or, or bunching gifts in the year that you do a Roth conversion. Um, this reduces your, your taxable income and allows you to convert more assets from a pre-tax account to a Roth account. And it reduces that burden on the conversion and allows that Roth money to grow tax-free indefinitely. So we use bunching and donor advised funds in those cases. And then again, to Pete's point earlier, if a business owner is selling the business or you've got you know, a stock sale with large capital gains, those are really key moments to do the bunching and to do the donor advised fund. And then uh, that Roth conversion that I mentioned to a lot of our higher net worth clients will take advantage of the donor advised fund or bunching when they do a large conversion. Yeah, the, the point on the Roth conversions is excellent because um, the key there, you want to convert the Roth when you're in the lowest possible tax bracket, right? You want to convert and pay the tax at the low rates now as opposed to waiting till you have to start drawing on that and paying at a higher rate. So that can be a very effective tool by combining those strategies. So thanks for bringing that up. Um, one other point before we wrap up here, we talked about charitable organizations and, and who we can give to. Andrew, can you explain a little bit what types of organizations would qualify for any of these deductions we've talked about? Yeah, so the there's uh, only a certain group of charitable organizations that will qualify for a tax deduction when you provide them with contributions, and those are going to be 501c3 organizations. There are other 501c organizations that are set up uh, that might not actually qualify for um, charitable donations. There are some others, but 501c3s are the most popular and, and by far the largest amount of nonprofit organizations out there. Some of the nonprofit groups that will, will not be tax deductible uh, with their giving is going to be like your social clubs or your civic clubs, like a Rotary Club or Kiwanis or other organizations similar to that. Okay. Uh, what about family foundations? If you set up a formal family foundation, would that qualify? 
Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So okay. that would be a, a qualified charitable organization that would allow you to deduct your contributions. All right. One thing I will mention, Pete, as it relates to donor advised funds and setting up a foundation is a lot of people opt to do the donor advised funds because it's low cost. If you are setting up a 501c3 or a foundation, it's very costly to do so, whereas the donor advised fund allows you to make these charitable contributions and manage them at a very reasonable rate, just like some other investment accounts. So another benefit to the donor advised fund is, is that it's less costly than you know managing the um, managing the charitable contributions yourself. Right. Excellent. Good point, Matt. All right. So kind of to wrap things up here, charitable giving is a meaningful way to support the causes you care about. And with tax intelligence strategies, you can make your generosity go further while potentially reducing your tax liability. And again, the goal is to keep more of your money so you can give more to charity or use it for your legacy to build your estate, uh, pass on to your heirs. So Great ideas, gentlemen. Thanks so much. To learn more about Tax Advantage Charitable Giving, please reach out to one of us or your CPA at Yo and Yo, and we'd be happy to talk with you. You can also find more information by visiting our website at yoandyo.com. Thanks, gentlemen. Have a great day, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, thanks Pete. Pete. Thank you for tuning in to Yo and Yo's Everyday Business Podcast. Yo and Yo's podcast can be listened to on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and of course, our website. Please subscribe, rate, and review. For more business insights, visit our resource center at yoandyo.com and be sure to subscribe to our newsletters. We'll talk to you next time on Yo and Yo's Everyday Business Podcast. The information provided in this podcast is believed to be valid and accurate on the date it is first published. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the podcast reflect the views of the speakers. This podcast does not constitute tax, accounting, legal, or other business advice or an advisor-client relationship. Before making any decision or taking action, you should consult with a professional regarding your specific circumstances. Investment advisory services are offered through Avantax Planning Partners. Commission-based securities products are offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA SIPC. Insurance services offered through licensed agents of Avantax Planning Partners, 3200 Olympus Boulevard, Suite 100, Dallas, Texas, 75019. The Avantax entities are independent of and unrelated to Yo and Yo Wealth Management. Peter Bender is an Avantax registered representative. Not all financial professionals are licensed to offer all products or services. Financial planning and investment advisory services require separate licenses. Avantax affiliated advisors may only conduct business with residents of states for which they are properly registered. Please note that not all of the investments and services mentioned are available in every state. This material is for informational purposes only. It is not intended as investment, tax, or other advice or an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any financial instrument.
Indices are unmanaged, represent past performance, do not incur fees or expenses, and cannot be invested into directly. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Consult with your financial, tax, or other appropriate advisors on all matters pertaining to financial accounting or tax obligations and requirements.